Boom. Oh, did I catch you drinking? No. <laughs> yeah, I got me some water here. I don't drink alcohol anymore. <clears throat> well, that's a shame. I'll just <laughs> I'll call you a quitter. No. <laughs> yep, call me what you will, man. I feel a lot better though. How have you been? The last time I talked to you I had on blackface and you were dressed like an Indian. <laughs> man <laughs> Yeah, I was um I lost uh well since last June, so coming up on the fifth of this month is a year sober. Um let's see. Um since the fifth of this month I am down one hundred and twenty five pounds, close to one thirty. Wow. Wow, damn. And you caught up with David Cole. I think he's almost a year sober as well. That guy yep. was uh, living on vodka yeah. for a while. <clears throat> I, I just saw where um, I had to make changes in my life. I can't sit around and talk the talk if I don't walk the walk, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, I, you know, I'm always dipping into your writings when I'm not banned on Facebook and whatnot. I like to talk to you, but I'm perpetually <laughs> banned on there. This was like about a month ago. We were gonna do a stream, and I kept getting canceled on everything, and I couldn't get hold of wow. you anyway. But um, yeah, let's yeah, talk so about the current situation, man. Let's okay. talk. Let's talk about. Well, let's go back to. You want to go back to what happened in Georgia? You've been down there, yeah, with the Ahmad Arbor shooting. Yeah, let's go over that a little bit, and then we'll talk into the current fucking apocalypse. What were your well, thoughts on that, man? I, the first thing is, you know, the guy, you know, the the media narrative is that he was jogging. Okay, so we caught the media in a lie. Um, the second thing was that, you know, when you're looking at it from a point of view of racism, that did look like a modern day lynching. Okay, mm-hmm. because the state of Georgia has four laws that you would have to abide by in order to detain someone legally in a state of a citizen's arrest. Um, Where I really pulled my support from Donald Trump was during that time was because you had someone like Candace Owens get out there and just like, you know, pretty much dog the man's name. Uh, We don't know what Ahmaud Arbery was doing in that construction zone. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, we don't know, but we do know that he didn't steal anything. There was nothing stolen on his body. on top of that, when those guys went after him, they was like, well, why did he grab the shotgun? Well, I mean, if I'm running down the road, somebody pulled out in front of me and they got a shotgun and I could get a chance to either grab it because if I know that if I run the other direction, nine times out of ten, they might shoot me in the back. This man don't know what these Also, he ran at there. him with the gun because Aubrey ran around the right side of the truck. Well, that guy was in like the back left side, so that guy ran all the way around the truck on the other side to meet him in front of the truck. So you can't run exactly. at someone with a gun. The whole thing was just stupid. Um, and also, if you're going to do a citizen's arrest, you have to be witnessing a crime occurring. You can't just assume they did a crime before and then, you know, based on your assumption, think, well, I think that's who did it, and I'm going to go right. make a roadblock and point a gun at him. The right. guy lost and his actually- job with the police force for that kind of behavior, right? So that the whole thing was shit. <clears throat> it turns out he wasn't the nicest character or whatever. That doesn't matter. You can't just go hunting people, you know? No. <laughs> and you can't no. be like, well, he ran at him. So, he, yeah, from the point of him wrestling the gun away, he can shoot him with that starting story in the middle because they had no business being out there and running around pointing guns at people in the first place. So. Exactly. And that's the problem that I, I'm surprised the media don't give, you know, more of those stories because things like that has happened to me personally 
where someone, I'm a big man, you know, so someone will come up to me over something stupid like a parking space or my music being too loud, and one thing leads to another. They're looking for me to physically attack them so they can actually scream, oh, shit, I was in fear of my life, knowing good and damn well they got a gun on them the whole time. They bait people. Uh, yeah, and and since Trump got elected, there's been a lot more people. Well, I'm not even going to say since Trump got elected, since Trayvon Martin, there's been a lot more people uh, walking around with their firearms on them thinking that it's okay to to bait someone. You know, I explained the entire thing that happened with Zimmerman and Martin, that Zimmerman tried to go arrest him himself, tackled him, uh, Mm -hmm. and then started losing the fight and pulled a gun out. And he, Zimmerman himself gave it a like on Facebook, basically saying, like, yeah, and he joined our group and stuff too. And I say George, the George Zimmerman. He's basically admitting that's what happened. He tried to go be a badass. That kid started whooping his ass, and as soon as the kid stopped, and he had to, t- and he was getting off because he had, you know, it was enough. He pulled out his gun and shot him. So it's like you can't, you can't go start a conflict uh, knowing you have a weapon, just so as soon as you start to lose or get in trouble, then you're going to shoot him. That's not defense. That has happened in more occasions than one. Um, there was a case with Michael Draca down in, uh, t- uh, I want to say that was Tallahassee, where um, Draca goes up to the car that was parked in a handicap zone, starts screaming at the lady who was driving. The husband's in the store with the child. He comes out and sees Draca yelling at the woman, and then one thing leads to another. And, you know, Draco's in his face. And, you know, as two men, if we, if you and I don't know each other, we're beefing, one of us is going to shove the other person back to, you know, to clear the air. Well, that's what happened. And then the guy pulled the gun out and shot Draco. Um, like, you know, Draco pulled the gun out and shot him. And I'm like, wait a minute. Now, they tried to say that was self-defense. The Florida, um, the Florida law says he had five seconds to respond if he felt that his life was in danger. Eventually, Draco got charged. And it said 20 years in prison. Now, There's a lot of stuff in between pushing somebody and shooting somebody. Like, you can't... I don't I don't agree that it's, like, okay to to bring a gun and, uh, and shoot an unarmed person ever. It's like, don't no, start fights not. then, you know? If you start something with your mouth, that's on you. You can't then turn to an all-or-nothing weapon. Right. And as a matter of fact, when I'm carrying my gun on me, which I carry my gun with me everywhere I go now... Um, I'm the least confrontational person in the world. Ah, um, no. <laughs> so what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Fred Rogers. Um, but this, anyway, the result was, regardless of what happened, the media turned the whole thing into a race thing, where it's probably yes. more of an authoritarian, it's more of an idiot thing than it is anything else. And then as a result, you had a couple, a white couple at a graveyard that just got snipered. And all these people are just waving the banner of fighting racism or whatever, fighting police abuse as an excuse to go around looting, in some cases killing, arson, etc. And it's not like they're only attacking uh, the police or something. They're burning Target. They robbed Louis Vuitton. They're hitting, They're just setting fire to their own neighborhoods, L.A. riot style now, across the country. Let, let, let's talk about that situation with the couple, the, the elderly couple getting murdered in the cemetery. Yeah, do you have more um, info? All I've heard about that is they got killed in the cemetery. Yeah, and you know, um, now this is what I don't like. I, I hate, I hate, hate, hate reverse race baiting, okay? And what I mean by that is you have people out there that their only narrative is to challenge black issues or try to throw something out there as a what black about, person. What about? 
Yeah. I'm, I'm saying it because it was brought up in the chat, and I know what you're gonna say. So don't. This ain't me. Trust me. I know. <laughs> Go for but, it. You know, it's it's reverse race baiting. They'll scream. Well, you know what about this? This one didn't make the news. But every time you see a black person commit a crime like that, there is no. Well, what did the old people do to him? We don't know the whole story. Let's get all the evidence. It's, it's none of that. Now, whenever you do see that situation, which that is wrong. I'm not going to sit here and try to even say that was right on any level. I mean, these were two elderly people visiting a a, a, a a family member that was in the ground. Yes, you know, anytime something like that does happen, especially with black people, the only time a black man ever got away with killing white people was O.J. Simpson. Everybody else, they get carted off in handcuffs. There's nobody sending them GoFundMes to their bank accounts. I don't know of anybody that sent go find me or anything to that person's family because i think the cops shot that guy didn't they well the other uh, difference is uh any that guy or any other example the result is that person gets arrested whereas exactly in georgia they didn't until a film came out and with zimmerman he got out he got away with it it's not about like who commits more crimes i think statistically black on white crime is higher but they also get punished for it the, what people exactly. are mad about is when someone does it and doesn't get punished for it. If they had just arrested Zimmerman and charged him for murder or whatever, fine. It wouldn't have been an issue. It's an issue because they let him get away with it. That's the part that... Now we're on the same page. Yep. yep. And every, now, they can't see that. Like, what about this? Oh, that, that's all horrible. And I can you can give me all the examples of when a white cop kills another white kid and every other combination you could think of. I'm like, yeah, but did they get put on paid leave? You know, did they get away with what they did? And a few times they do, you know, but this isn't this is an idiot versus us thing. This isn't a black versus white thing. Right now, with as far as the riots going on and I'm seeing a lot of this and I'm losing a lot of my white friends on my social media page because when I was championing for Trump, you know, which I used to be a strong Trump supporter, you know, I would overlook certain things. But then, you know, when it comes down to what's right and what's wrong and what's really right and what's really wrong, then I can't be a part of, you know, I mean, yes, I'm a Republican, but does being a Republican means that I stick up for my party even when they're wrong? No, I'm not in a gang. I'm in a political party. You see what I'm saying? I'm not in a brotherhood. I'm in a political well, party. Well, I know for a lot of people, they can't tell the difference between a political party and like a, being a, a religion or a sports team or something, you know? Exactly. Like, you know, me, I'm a Carolina Panthers fan. So people will tell me, you know, your team fucked up this year. And I'm like, yeah, they did. But that's still my team. Um, as a Republican, yeah, I'm still a Republican, but I hold on to true core Republican values, not um, this bullshit show that we're seeing today. I mean, Trump is not even really a Republican. He's a Democrat that ran on a Republican ticket. And the reason why is because he, he could appeal to certain people in the Republican Party because they're the ones who go out and knock on doors and get shit done. Democrats, you got to wine and dine them. You know, uh, that's why you see Democratic leaders in the black community all the time wanting to treat you to fried chicken and sing on your choir at your church and tell you what they're going to do for you. Then when bring, they get your bring hot sauce. Yeah, bringing the hot sauce with them and all that dumb shit, wanting to dance and hire fucking rap artists to come and, you know, shuck and jive with you. I mean, give a speech like and saying Corn Pop was a bad dude. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And, you know, so Biden, you know, to me, what's the word I'm looking for? He fucked himself up. But then again, with what Trump is doing and what he has done today, 
I think that the American people feel lost. You know, yeah. Single and, in uh, on on you were a pretty hardcore Trump supporter, but what is it that he did or didn't do that really flipped the switch? What he didn't do? Okay, I'm gonna give you a good example. If you know, people judge you by the people you surround yourself with. Okay, um, he called Candace Owens uh, a classy lady, very educated, blah blah blah. Right, so. I started looking into Candace Owens and, you know, a lot of stuff her and I agreed on when we saw out of out a lot of shit. Yeah, right? but she used to be completely on the other side. She did. And I didn't know this until I did my research like three weeks ago. I'm sitting here like, whoa, wait a minute. Because when she did that to uh, Ahmaud Aubrey, I was like, whoa, wait a minute here. And then I noticed that her fan base was like, you know, she was, spit, she was spitting neo-Nazi rhetoric, you know. And I'm sitting here like, whoa, slow this thing down. And then I'm sitting here looking at, you know, the everything she says is repetitive. She all of her talking points are repetitive. She's not educated. She has the Valley Girl accent and the persona of someone that's educated. But if you listen to her, she never can back up her talking points. She get on CNN versus somebody, they will destroy her. Well, they she always goes with somebody with her. Like, she'll yes, go on a she, show, but she'll make sure Dave Rubin or somebody that can actually back up what they're saying is sitting next to her to jump in. Exactly, because she can't hold her own. She's just now, a face. She is, yeah, she's a token. She's that token black friend, you know, that every racist say they have. <laughs> um, you know, they're like, okay, yeah, she, see, she's black. But see, this is what I don't get. If you want somebody to be 100% legitimate with you, you know what I'm saying? And, and a lot of these Trump supporters around here, they're poor and they're rednecks. You ought to be backing up somebody who thinks like Malcolm X because someone who thinks like Malcolm X believes the same thing that you do. One, we will defeat government tyranny by any means necessary. Two, we need to arm our communities. Three, we need to keep our communities together. Four, you want to talk about conservatism? Well, you can't be no more conservative than someone who thinks like Malcolm X or, he- or Huey. Have you seen his speech on uh, on white liberals? Yes, actually, oh, I posted man, that last so week on my Facebook page. I'm going to see if I can go find it. It's on my Twitter, too. <laughs> I said, yeah, he says, if you vote for the Democrat, you're a ch- you're a chump. You know, he said and, a lot better than that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go find it. I'm gonna find it. <laughs> so you know, so basically, you don't need someone. You don't need a whitewashed uh, person that's out there just seeking white acceptance and telling you what you want to hear. As a matter of fact, when you see that kind of person, you ought to run from them. Like I'd run from somebody who says they're down with black people and you know wear the, their jeans baggy and their hat backwards and trying to talk in that urban lingo that shit throws me off and it scares oh, me I to hate put that. some red flags i don't think candace is seeking white acceptance though i think she's just found a way a niche way to for self-aggrandizement like oh if i say this to these republicans i'll have instant fame exactly and i could easily do that too as a matter of fact, you see my liking on social media. You saw how many people follow me every time I said something. It was thumbs up, like, love, all this other bullshit. Oh, yeah. and then, you know, it's like as soon as I turn my back on Trump, it's like, yo, but you're if, twisted now for some reason. I'm like, ch- I'm not twisted. <laughs> if you changed your avatar, you wouldn't get all that attention. 
It's like exactly. this guy's saying it, and he's a black guy, even. I'm like, oh, that's so cringeworthy. <laughs> right. Like, even black guys, you know, it's the same thing that the white liberal will do to a black person. Oh, I got, I like, have stuff. You they're, get it now. They're sharing my stuff on Twitter, and it's like, Native American Rye says. I'm like, dude, don't qualify me with race. It doesn't matter, man. <laughs> <laughs> just just put it down that this is the way I feel about a certain situation. This, and. You know, in your mind, if you think that all black people think they're Democrat, then that's that's a form of racial prejudice because you're already prejudged me to think that I'm supposed to follow a Democratic platform when the only thing I'm trying to do is the right thing. Okay, Um, when you see uh, most of my, you know, most of your white counterparts, it could be either or. Why, when it comes to blacks, you think that we're supposed to buy into the racist bullshit of the Democratic Party or you know, supposed to shuck and jive for white acceptance on the Republican side of the fence. That always burnt me. It's like, well, damn, why can't I just be me as an individual? You see me for what I am. If I'm about the right thing, then I'm about the right thing. If not, so be it. The reason is is because the identitarians judge people based on ideology or based on biology rather than ideology. And they think that there's just like uh, demographic trends to say, well, if you are this category, you're supposed to think like this, and that's what Biden revealed too, right? Exactly. He said, "Well, if you're not, if you haven't decided whether you're voting for me or Trump, then you're not black." What is there a black way of thinking all of a sudden? Like this is this is what all the black people think like? <laughs> that's that reveals his own prejudice. But a lot of uh, shit libs do think like that. They think in terms of like they say stuff like the black community X Y Z. Right? Mm-hmm. You'd never hear the white community X Y Z. You would know there's a diverse number of opinions among them but they always refer to blacks latinos etc as monolithic sometimes even women they're like well women are like da, 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 da. right exactly and, and, and they don't even realize they're doing it they're so entrenched in that kind of judgmental like mindset that they don't even know how how that looks when they say it because they all you know pat each other in the back for it we're like oh yeah i I said something nice about the such and such as you know (laughs) and it's a cult-like way of thinking too because it's kind of like you look at oh man you was banned on facebook when i pissed off the the lgbtq community man they came at me hard oh the alphabet people went after you they came after me hard because i said something along the lines of here it is, 2020. I thought we were supposed to be like in flying cars and spaceships and exploring the universe. Yet we're still trying to figure out what the fuck is a woman and what is a man. I said, let me sum it up for you. <laughs> if you uh, pull up your dress and you see a dick, either you're in Scotland or you're a, a man. <laughs> I said, if you pull up your dress and you see a pussy, you're a woman. I said, either way it goes, I said, if, you want to, if you're a man identifying as a woman, you're still a dude. You're just a delusional dude, but you're still a dude at the you're end of the day. You're just a dude playing pretend. Exactly. Exactly. So, oh, we had some know, shekel chats come in. So uh, this is how I'm going to share all this with you, by the way. 1313 just sent three, said, fucking commies killed Malcolm X. He was on the right path. Yep. And Cupcake Pug Dog says, uh, it ain't a right versus left, black versus white, it's blue versus you. Arrest Duncan Limp's murders ASAP. Arrest the other three accessories in Floyd's murder ASAP. And Malcolm X was based as fuck. <laughs> and then he, he sent another three. He says, Uncle Joe says, y'all need to hand over your <laughs> melanin. <laughs> 
Jesus. <laughs> I can't give this up, man. I like being able to go out in the sun without that SP3 something, whatever shit it is that white people have to have before they go to the beach. SB40, UB40, whatever the fuck. I, <laughs> I don't have to buy it. I don't even know what it is. Or they, what to look for. they rub cream all over their bodies. And, like, if they miss a spot, they'll get burned. And it's like, well, why are you going in the sun, then? Hey, this is something I've never understood. I've never understood. Because I'm, I'm we from went... the beach. I'm from the beach. So I'd see this every day. You, these people, most of them, have a hard time going in the sun. And they rub all those cream all over their body and stuff. And then they go lay down on the beach, sunbathing. I'm like, what are you doing? You're just playing chicken, man. Because <laughs> you're out there. Right, well, you know it's going to burn your skin off, and you're going to go lay down butt naked almost and try and get sun? What, are you trying to find the fine line where you tan enough but don't burn? Like, I don't know. I don't understand them. <laughs> One thing I like about white people is that they're fucking daredevils. I mean, they do shit like skiing and fucking skydiving and goddamn bull riding and you know, it's like, <laughs> damn, just... man, you got the world that you're in your palm of your hands and you're fucking there trying to figure out how to get out of here. No, you put that kind of wealth in my hand or that opportunity in my hand. I'm not going to be trying to go no goddamn where. Fuck a damn ski resort, man. I'll, <laughs> you know, keep my feet on the ground when it comes to skydiving. Fuck a damn bull. If it was meant to be red, it'll come with a saddle. Yeah, any you of know? those people jumping from building to building and stuff like that, I'm like, white people like it's always <laughs> nobody else right like <laughs> shit I, I've been snowboarding one time and I was at, at the top of the summit looking down and I looked around and I was like I've been hanging around my white friends too goddamn long <laughs> <laughs> well a lot of Indians bull ride too but I always thought that was a, one of the most crazy sports there are and I love MMA and all that I like full contact sports but riding a bull I'm like you're out of your fucking mind <laughs> Right, because in full contact sports, no matter how heavy that man hits you, it can still never be as hard as a bull hoof. Bull can instant, you know, <laughs> instant uh, uh, castration. I found that Malcolm X clip, so I'm going to throw that in here. Uh, okay. You'll have to just wait. I'll I'll tell you when it's over. <laughs> this was okay. Malcolm X uh, talking about wibbles. But being friendly <laughs> and being a friend, I think are two different things. I think there are many whites who act friendly toward Negroes. The fox acts, acts friendly toward the lamb. And usually the fox is the one who ends up with the lamb chop on his plate. The wolf doesn't act friendly. And therefore the wolf has more difficulty in getting the lamb chop in his plate. I'd like to point out, though, that... And I, I, I say that because... It is usually the, if you study the structure of the Negro community, economically, politically, civically, psychologically, and otherwise, it's controlled by the white liberal, mm -hmm. who usually poses as the friend of the Negro, who actually differs from the white conservative in, in the same way that the fox differs from the wolf. I'm suspicious of whites who join Negroes and always have to be in the lead, who always have to be the head, who always have to be at the top in Negro organizations. Those whites who really have the interest of blacks at heart, let them give some advice to some Negroes and stand on the sideline. But don't join the organization and then get at the head of it and pose as a friend of Negroes. Today, you could point to a large number of, of Negro leaders who have consistently betrayed Negroes in a whole host of areas. They aren't really Negro leaders. These are puppets that have been put in front of the Negro community by white liberals. 
These are parrots that have been put in front of the Negro community by white liberals. You can't name me a Negro leader who has been, a Negro leader who has been betray, who has betrayed Negroes, who is not who has not been endorsed, sanctioned, uh, subsidized, and supported by the white liberal. Two different things. I think there are many whites who act friendly for the lamb. And usually the fox is the one who ends up with the lamb chop on his plate. The wolf doesn't act friendly. And therefore the wolf has more difficulty in getting the lamb chop on his plate. I'd like to point out, though, that I, I, I say that because. We're back. That that water pouring out is pretty loud. <laughs> My bad. It's all good. Um, hey, Pug, you want in on this? I'll get you up on Skype too. Um, thirteen, thirteen. Oh shoot, I gotta turn off my fucking uh, <laughs> feedback audio. There you go. You know, Ra, this is something that they're not talking about with these riots. Uh, a lot of people um, are. You know, like the people that I went to a couple of the, the protests on Saturday in my own city, right? Mm-hmm. And Sunday. Yesterday, we actually kicked somebody out of the crowd that was getting ready to start looting. Come to find out, this person not only was not from my city, he was also found to be a white supremacist. Really? Was How's this, was it, where is this? Is it there? Can you say where you are or should I? Um, I'm in Columbia, South Carolina. Okay. And so there was a white supremacist provocateur among the crowd trying to get you guys to uh, start looting. Exactly. And and it gets better than that. We also had two other people from out of town that was a provocateur, um, which is a George Soros paid person. Now, the white supremacist was from Ohio and the uh, two provocateurs were from like uh, New Jersey. I would be willing to bet it's a fake white supremacist, too, to go all the way down to Columbia, South Carolina to start looting. Like, they just don't have that level of organization compared to the Soros crew. Well, the thing is, though, it's a lot of money that goes into them as well. I've been doing a lot of research on them, and they got sales all over South Carolina that I didn't know of, like... um, and they're mainly they mainly hide out like near those mountains of North Carolina, Western North Carolina, uh, Asheville. Um, what is that uh, yeah. town up there? All those, all those vegan areas. Yeah, that where they can survive because they can prey on those weak ass motherfuckers up there. They can't come down to South Carolina just like being the metropolitan areas doing that dumb shit. That Western Carolina area, I'm ashamed to say, Carolina gets better as you go east. But uh, yeah, that, <laughs> but that area—that's where like Eric Rudolph and like the Olympic bombers and stuff were hiding out too. Oh, somebody got a good joke in here. It's thirteen thirteen. Just sent fifteen dollars and says, "What do Abe Lincoln and Peyton Manning have in common? Neither can finish a play." <laughs> oh, oh shit! Nice. Yeah, Peyton Manning uh, with the Tennessee Volunteers three years in a row like does very well, and then the following year they go undefeated once he's gone. <laughs> and wow. Then with, uh, what was his Tebow or something like that with Tim? Oh, Tim shit. Tebow? No, um, that's a player, but that's not the right person. But anyway, whoever the, the, the quarterback was, well, it was Martin, something Martin, whatever. But he, he ended up going all the way undefeated, so... 
Yeah. I think what happened there really was Peyton got the school a lot of money and recruits, and so it, it was going to happen anyway, but whatever. It must irk him that he never beat Florida, and then the following the year he's gone and he goes early, Tennessee went undefeated and won the national championships. <laughs> yeah, but he went on to make some more money in his career, though. So. Yeah, he's laughing all the way to the bank. I don't think that. I think those Super Bowl rings mean more to him than a than a college one. But <laughs> right. Speaking of Lincoln, this pissed me off. Like I, I was all for Black Lives Matter. I know they were trying to co opt it and all that, but I was like, yeah, but this is about police abuse and da da da. But I dropped all support because these idiots, and it's with Antifa too. They went into the Daughters of Confederate Veterans broke in and burned the flag of Stonewall Jackson and a lot of other priceless artifacts. Now, that's some ISIS-level shit going in in history. In in Virginia, they went in and they burnt. There was an old flag from Stonewall Jackson, you know, a, a hero, and they incinerated it. And then they stole a lot of other items from the Daughters of Confederate Veterans. And, you know, they feel justified in this because the fucking sixth, you know, second grade level education people get on the civil wars are dollars to free your slave and so they just they go in and they burn things they stole things and i'm like all right fuck blm fuck black lives matter fuck antifa like whatever it started as i was 100 percent behind going against police abuse but that's it's just like occupy or the tea party or anything else it got co-opted by spooks and now it's, it's just nothing but COINTELPRO. pro Right. And, you know, we as black people in America do not even uh, follow the whole narrative of Black Lives Matter. We don't follow the narrative of going in and starting riots and tearing up property because, you know, and a lot of black people that are a part of Black Lives Matter that scream Black Lives Matter, they're not part of the organization. Um, they scream at Black Lives Matter because it's trendy to say. A lot of them are Antifa, uh, a bunch of fucking privileged white kids writing BLM on the side of Starbucks or whatever in Portland. You know, exactly. it's just like it's something, it's just a theme. You know, it's a do gooder theme by which a bunch of anarchists and communists can go around and steal stuff. That's all that is. Woo, we just got a, a Ric Flair level uh, donation, 40 bucks from Colby Riggy, Riggle, excuse me, that said. Um, pick something and build a factory to make it in the U.S. Start tomorrow, Ryan Dawson forever. You know, have you seen what uh, John Jones has been doing, the UFC fighter? This no. put, he put Man, this guy goes in and out of my good graces, but he's back in my good graces because John Jones was in Albuquerque, New Mexico. First of all, like as the looting was happening, he was just calmly walking and being like, give me the spray can, and everyone's like, Oh fuck, it's John Jones, and they just hand it to him all meekly. You know, <laughs> he was taking away graffiti from uh, Antifa types and stuff. And the following day, he and Jackson Winkle, like the whole gym, went out there and with push brooms and and buckets and everything, and started cleaning up broken glass and bringing plywood and helping the small businesses restore. And he says, "This is this." He, he gave this speech for how bad Antifa and some of these so-called BLM people need are in need of parenting. It was awesome. And then they're out there, they're picking up the glass, they're helping the community. Like, that's what should happen the next day. And it's very important uh, that for blacks especially, to, this is just how it is. This is I'm being pragmatic here. To be out and be seen cleaning shit up and helping people. Because right now, the media, they ain't helping you by showing all the looting and stuff and focusing on the darkest parts of it, right? They're, they're trying 
to push in the minds of the public saying see see how they how them behave you're not allowed to say it but you know what you know what it is you know yeah. what it is right and they know they know how to scare people into thinking that you know black people are a monolithic empire when we're you know us different classes of people it's kind of like you know and i piss a lot of white people off when i say this especially the ones who want to look at me and be like well you're black this that and the third i'm like well you're white so should i assume that you live in beverly hills or should i assume that you live in sweetwater trailer park which one you know sunnyvale man <laughs> yeah sunnyvale i mean <laughs> come on now you know it's like you know we don't you know I mean, like my hey, i'd, ra- I'd rather are- visit sunnyvale for a few days in beverly hills <laughs> To be honest, <laughs> well, I don't know, man. I mean, the same shit that goes on in those trailer parks are the same thing that goes on in the ghettos. And I mean, and Beverly like, Hills doing the cocaine and stuff too. You know, it's just right. higher quality. But, but see, the funny part is they always talk about black on black crime, and they want to bring up black on black crime whenever something like this is going on. And I'm like thinking, where are the statistics for white on white crime? Um, it's usually, yeah, it's interracial. Whites kill whites, blacks kill blacks, Asians kill Asians. That's how it is. Uh, but yeah, yeah, what I, 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 what I always explain to people is like, when you're talking about violent crime statistics, because I always hear them at 1350 and all this stuff, you have to realize like homicide are like one per 100,000 people, right? And I think Mm -hmm. in the U.S., the highest rate is like five. So you got, okay, five people committing. Usually it's one guy doing multiple murders. So it's not like five people doing one murder each. So that means if you're getting a number like five versus a hundred thousand, that means ninety nine point nine nine five percent of people aren't murdering anybody of all colors. It's less. It's less than like one or a you know five hundredths of one percent that uh, somebody's killing somebody, whether you're black, white, or whatever. So way less than one percent of all people is doing all the crime. So when mm-hmm. you get mad, go well. You can flip it around and go well. Blacks are doing X amount more than whites. You'd be like, yeah, but ninety nine point nine percent of whites and ninety nine point nine five percent of blacks, or guy reverse that, aren't committing any crimes at all. So the problems with exactly. a very select few, and it's because it gets encouraged. A lot of this is entrapment. It's the FBI. It's Soros whispering in the ear and being like, yeah, go get that building, you know. And once the looting starts, everyone's like, well, they're looting it anyway. Might as well go get my free shit, you know. If you're poor. And there's a Nike store with no door and no window, and you're thinking, mm, I do want some Air Jordans, you know? Like, what are these? What do you think? Wow. <laughs> but you know, at the same time, too, um, it's not. What's the word I'm looking for? Um, it's not just poor black people that are doing the looting. When I was, uh, you know, seeing some of the looting going on on television, I'm sitting here like, well, damn, look at these people, you know? Like they're in, they were in Target still in Legos. And I'm sitting here like Legos, like all this cool shit in here. You gonna steal some motherfucking Legos? And, and it wasn't just regular Legos. It was the Star Wars Millennial Falcon Legos. And then I looked those shits up online. Those shits are like five hundred bucks for some fucking Legos. I'm sitting here like, you know why? Because that those Legos were featured in Spider-Man: Homecoming, like the, oh. the Star Wars something or another. Star Wars just went to shit. I'm not gonna get triggered on that, but. 1313 13 <laughs> popped in again about Candace Owens, uh, Ricky's favorite woman. <laughs> he says, Candace Owens had the website Social Autopsy that would crawl social media and, and accumulate info on targeted enemies of leftists who she was slash is affiliated with. Do you know anyone watching or anyone watching know of any site that accumulates intel on terror cells like Antifa and their supporters? Hmm. 
That so, would be nice. You know who knows a lot about Candace Owens is a mutual friend of ours, uh, Mario, the uh, our Puerto Rican <laughs> brethren. Let me see if he's on. Oh, in New York? Yeah, New Yorker yeah. guy? He was in New York. I think he's in Louisiana now. His brother's in New York. But yeah, did I think he set you up with Tommy Sotomayor? I think that was I think that's uh who instigated that whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny, I ain't gonna lie. I was too drunk to be trying to fucking debate him anyway, man. Dude, like, that, I, I would put that interview that y'all did right up there. I'd still put it below my interview with the angry redhead, because that that's hard to top. But that uh, you could argue. It was uh, it was that level of fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Well, the only thing that I saw him was he was in his feelings because I was laughing at him. And usually he hangs up on other people, but he hung up. Well, usually other people hang up on him, but he hung up on me. And I'm sitting here like, well, damn it. The, the, the bullshit that he tries to put off is that, like, you, you saw in that video uh, where he was like, see, black women make black men like this. And I'm like, no, black women make black men like you, too. No, but what was it with the car? Uh-oh, here's something. Someone just jumped on the line. Pug, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. All right, cool. Yeah, we had an echo for a second. Hey, hey Rick, we uh everybody wants to know what your channel is, man. You got a lot of a lot of people in chat want to know. We we can um, You can send me the blog. I'll put that in the thing if you want. Yeah, I'll put my channel up too. I'll put my channel up on this video once the video's over with. I don't want to mess with my computer right about now, but yeah. I do have a channel. I got a lot of haters um, on my channel as well because, I mean, when I speak, I just speak on, you know, what's on my mind. I try to speak the right thing. I try not to base, you know, what I speak on on just mere opinion, but just facts. I mean, you know, if we're trying to get over racial division, then we don't need coons and buck dancers out here trying to still paint a narrative of black people, you know. Like, hey, look at me. I'm not like them. And this is what black people are all about. And fuck them. And I'm just so different than they are. No, we don't need that kind of bullshit. We're not a monolith. You know, if the, the, the narrative should be that we are different, that I am of a different class of black person than this other pe- these people over here. But then at the same time, your actions approve it. You don't have to keep harping on it. You feel me? Absolutely. Hey, Ace in the chat, it's not the moderators. It's YouTube that is... Uh canceling you if you say by the way everybody on youtube get on entropy so you won't be censored but if you type a cuss word or or something there there's certain words that if you write them on youtube your comment just won't show up and it's not us it's them that's doing that all right so i'll just let you know like don't get mad at brett or cupcake or anything it's uh it, it ain't them <laughs> i think chat was about to start rioting wanting to know rick's channel <laughs> I know I kept seeing it, but it's like we did. I, we said beforehand, like whether or not we'd do that. But I'll put it up, and uh, he'll. Don't worry, that's all going to be in the description and all that stuff. I'm glad everybody wants to go over there. You got to read this guy's writings too, because he he pisses everybody <laughs> off. Everybody off. Yeah. And my favorite <laughs> Mario Laya, who's uh, he's been on this show. Some of the new people from Sean Atwood and stuff. I don't aren't aware because i've recently it's been uh pug and andrew and dar but um mario used to be a pretty regular guest and he knows tommy sotomayora who's a who also has a radio show he's a black guy he always uh i hate having to like qualify people like that but he's goes off on black women a lot it's kind of his thing like i do with redheads except mine's more of a joke and his is not sure if it's a joke or not sometimes but anyway uh ricky manor got on his show and it was just 
Chris Dorsey level epic. He called him oh, the God. <laughs> he called him the I can't say the giggly. I said oh giggly niggly. That was, that's the closing. <laughs> and I, he uh, it, it was just like it starts off okay, and actually Tommy like read the blog, was interested, and then he likes he has to always be alpha, you know, and and Ricky does also has to be alpha, so it just kept going and going. I was like, I knew it. I knew this shit's gonna happen. Mario and I were giving each other high fives, like told you. <laughs> but it, you know, the funny part is, if I had stayed, you know, into the YouTube scene at that moment of time, I believe I would have became more popular than what I am now. Oh, you would have blown uh, up. But, I would have put it on my channel, but I couldn't because the N word was said so many times. So I was like, okay. But you know what? I can put it on brand new tube. In fact, that's what I'm going to do that when this show's over. I'm going to go download that. I'm going to put it on brand new tube, and I'm going to link to uh, to Ricky's channel too. You guys, yeah, you definitely want to hear that and watch it over there. It's, yeah, it's funny though because I didn't know until after the video. I was telling a friend of mine that I got into it with Tommy Sotomayor. He looked at it and he was like, "That man was talking about you for a minute." What did you do to him? Because I guess he ranted for a while, and I looked at the video afterwards. I'm like, well, damn. Because, I mean, in the house that um, the house that I was living in when I did that interview, it was pretty much, you know, pretty much torn down. I was, like, trying to clean the house up. I just moved in. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, shit, you know. <laughs> uh, he wanted me to get on the camera. I was like, okay. I had all the cracked blinds and shit in the background. There was nothing. There's, like, a bomb in there and stuff. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, fuck it, you know. <laughs> he, he was—you were vaping at the time too, I believe. Like he got so pissed off because he'd be in the middle of talking to go. <laughs> <laughs> and Mario and I were in the background, like, do that again, do that again. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I like Tommy though. He just that one. I don't know. He he's off the mark now and then. We all are, you know. Uh, but uh, okay, Solomon. Malik comes in for 10 and says Antifa is a gift to the far right because their actions are counterproductive and actually divisive when people should be united. Also, I like your guests. Peace. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, everybody likes Ricky or hates him. There, you don't have a neutral <laughs> opinion of this guy. Uh, we're all prickly. This is that. That's all my friends, though. We're all like, you know, controversial people. <laughs> I met you through, uh, what's his name? Uh, Robbie did, man. Robert in the cash, maybe. Yes. Yeah, it was either Robbie or Mario or one. Was that? I don't. It even was know. Robbie. I think it was Robbie. Yeah. Yeah, because you guys were coming to Washington D.C. and like I was getting ready to take the trip up there to see you guys and. Wait, I thought I think like, I introduced like, him to you. I think it was the other way around. I found. Really? Yeah, I think so. No, maybe I met not. him through Samantha, my friend in Australia. Right. Okay, yeah, maybe it was. Maybe it was that way. And then Samantha came over to New Orleans, and we hung out and whatnot, and then she was telling me about all about this guy named uh, Rob- Robert and whatnot. Robert's yeah. in the West Bank right now. Walk, yeah, I know. Walking the walk. Like, yeah. He's, he, that boy is a soldier. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And the knowledge he has is like beyond compare. Like I wish I had a head like that when it, I was his age. In like a year, he'd lived in the UK, China, Canada, and Australia. And he he went with me to Los Angeles to screen uh, a, a pro Palestine film, and then he went with me to Washington D.C. to the uh, the anti APAC conference. And dude, that guy he's so charming. 
Like I'd been going there like five years in a row or something at that point. Robert knew everyone had free places to stay. Everybody giving him everything. I was like, dang, maybe I should wear a keffiyeh around next time. But he, you know, Ooh. he is a worker, and he started going on press TV, and now he's got he's um well I won't say, but he's got a lot of influence now. So good on him. It was a good yeah, trip going to Sydney. Where I met Marm Susley and Andrew and Robbie all like in real life on that trip to Sydney. It was really good. I didn't get to speak at the university because the shit lib Australian Antifa or whatever made it so they're like, oh, you're going to have to pay for your security. I'm like, I already paid for a fucking ticket to Japan and another one from Perth. So I'm not paying for security. Wow. So we just went to the Palestinian Community Center and did the lectures. A Syrian girl was with me and we we did our thing over there. But should have been at the university and these morons all these communists came to the event like to jeerus or whatever and then because mm-hmm. they thought i was some alt-right white supremacist or something and all i did is get in there and say how horrible the war was in our in afghanistan iraq syria etc and spelled out the u.s empire and they're like oh this guy's not what we thought at all i'm like yeah <laughs> doing so you might want to do something more than googling my name and seeing what zionist uh dumbasses are lying and about me you know but you know, the funny part was how I met Samantha, which is how this is going to be my chain of how I met Robbie and how I met you. So there's a guy by the name of Ben Stewart. He's a movie producer. He did uh, Kamatica, um, Esoteric Agenda, and so I met. Well, I met. I reached out to him one day, and uh, he reached back out to me. I was telling him how much of a fan I was of his movies and whatnot, and then Samantha. Uh, so you know, saw us interacting online, and then she reached out to me. Come to find out, you know, she was popular in that world, and they got ties to David Icke over there in the UK, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, the David Icke. They was like, yeah. I'm like, well, like you know, like Max Egan and all these good guys. Like they're all like this one clique, right? So she was like, if you think that uh, he thinks brilliantly, you ought to oh, meet my yeah. friend. That's that's when Max had his falling out with Ken O'Keefe. The con- Ken the con artist and yes. Rob- Robbie and I were following that because I've been calling Ken out on his bullshit all the time and then uh, yeah that's what Al went through the chain Ken ended up in that Thai prison didn't he y- yeah he lied about that story too he got drunk and fell off a bar stool and he like basically rented a scooter but which means stole and then didn't pay for it and stuff. And then he was all whining, like, "Dude, you you suckered people out of like two hundred thousand dollars, and you spent it to more go to that. Dominica more than that." But this is how it starts. He's like, "Okay, publicly, he's like, yeah, first it was one hundred fifteen thousand. Then I found out people that personally had donated to him like thousands of dollars just themselves, right? He really suckered some people on this like global passport crap." And all he did was he, and he spent all of his wife's money. He bought some like hooker from the Philippines or whatever, and they went to Dominica, fucking around doing cocaine and ayahuasca. I'm like, that's all this guy did, you know. And you're like, oh yeah, but he was on the ship with Palestine. I'm like, yeah, and he exposed where their tunnels were in Hamas. Like that guy is a piece of shit. And Max Egan finally woke up to it. Anyway, that's where Inlakesh comes from. And Robert took that last name for himself. It's not his name, you know, but you know, don't say his name, but. He got yeah. that in the cash from Max. It's a it's a Mayan word, uh, and so they got oh. that from them going down doing ayahuasca. Him and Ken used to do that. Anyway, Sal just popped in for five. He <laughs> says it's time for President Trump to declare the SPLC and ADL domestic terrorist organization. Yeah, that'll be the day. <laughs> yes, he should, you know, but they won't. That'll never ever happen. 
if it does happen, it'll be overturned. Like that's that's not going to be enforced. Like the only way he would do that to them is if they mess with his Twitter. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> you know, you ask me what did Trump do for me? What made me t- change my opinions on Trump? Mm-hmm. A lot of us, when we voted for Trump, we were looking for a real change. We were tired of the D.C. politicians. Mm-hmm. Uh, come to find out, he was nothing more than a D.C. politician with the mind of a toddler. Um, he <laughs> reneged a lot on this stuff and he was talking about how the economy is doing so well under him but it was nothing he had done right. you know it, it, he didn't physically go and write the paperwork to get the economy back on the line no. all the reason that he really got the economy moving and let's keep it real is that because Barack Obama was talking about he was going to tax the shit out of everybody so everybody was refraining from spending money you put a Republican in there and says okay I'm not going to tax the shit out of you. Guess what? You got to move an economy again. It was that simple. Obama could have done the same thing. Yeah, Trump surrounded himself with the worst worst swamp monsters in D.C. too. Exactly. He came in there as a swamp monster. And yeah. If you ask me, I think that uh, Trump knew what he was doing when he got in bed with the Russians because, yeah, the Russians did help him win that election. Let's be clear about this. The American people didn't put him in there. Um, and when he won the election, basically, we were happy that he won it, of course. We were expecting those changes. I was expecting for him to do what he t- promised Alex Jones he was going to do, that he was going to truly <laughs> investigate 9-11. I wanted him to do this. Like, he got on with Jones to talk about 9-11, and they just blamed the dancing Arabs. I'm like, whatever. You know they both know better, too. I don't know what the hell is going on in chat with you. Do you know what's going on there, Pug? It's like I have the raging against the mods. It's the same mods we always have. I don't. You guys got to realize everybody wanted to know his channel, and I think since we haven't delivered, everybody's mad. <laughs> He's gonna get it. I, like we said, well, Man, we're not gonna. I mess. will be patient. I will give it to you. <laughs> yeah, we're like you're gonna wait till the end. That means you have to watch the whole fucking show, and then you get it. You know that's right. basic be fucking good. media. <laughs> they, they're gonna be burning shit down soon, man. Hey, you know what? We can right. post it. We could put it in entropy because those people pay. <laughs> no, we'll do it at the end, man. We can do it at the end. Don't you worry. Know what I would like to see though. Why the fuck would I have someone on and then not say who it is? <laughs> disperse the military right and i'm like whoa wait a minute this is something this is what i don't get about most trump supporters here in the south you know especially south carolina trump is a rich new york yankee now right you grew up in north carolina you know what southern people think of yankees and you know what they think of rich new york yankees right Mm -hmm. yeah that's exactly to the t in the hell do poor white trash think that they can mesh with a New York Yankee outside of the arena of politics, Trump would be laughing at them. And he These does. These motherfuckers shop at Walmart. Walmartians should never support Donald Trump. I think the problem no. was their other option was someone like Hillary, and they're like, "Well, right. that ain't happening," you know. So because she's a Yankee too, but I mean, Trump right. is the epitome of a New York Yankee with no tact, no fucking, no fucking check on what he's saying. He exaggerates everything. Everything's huge, tremendous, whatever. There's no medium ground because those those people are permanently on extremities. That's just how New Yorkers talk. But I mean, he's he's crass. He's rude. He's tactless. That's just the Yankee way. But corrupt you know, as fuck. <laughs> the yeah, the business aspect is a little less. It's like he's got no problem going to war if it's profitable for him, right? He's got so no he problem did, giving 
putting his son-in-law's company, right. giving them exclusive mineral rights to the Golan Heights in Syria. All the, yeah, Genie Energy is actually not owned by the Kushners, but Larry Summers. He's on the board, though, isn't he? Is it Kushner on the board? No. Oh, oh uh, Charles might be. I don't know if Jared is, or maybe it's backwards. It might have that wrong, but that's uh that doesn't mean you own it to be on the board but it's full of nepotism and it's one thing right. he, he can like criticize biden uh over putting hunter biden on as an oil minister of ukraine essentially and it's like yeah you got all the guy you all do the same thing like they're all hiring their relatives and stuff and giving them uh state support that's just normal politics is the thing the only thing trump did is he backed off on syria quite a bit because he didn't see, he's like, we're going to get their oil. Okay, the U.S. is now sitting on the dinky little oil field in eastern Syria. Syria is an oil importer. They, these people are so stupid. Like, it's the Middle East. It's teeming with oil. No, it isn't. That area doesn't have oil. Iraq does. Syria doesn't. Uh, so he's just sitting on that, and he refused to escalate. And now all the victories in western Syria. But on everything else, whether it's Yemen, Afghanistan, etc., Trump's just, and especially Palestine, Iran, there is no difference between him and the Democrats at all. And anybody that thought it was going to be, I'm sorry. You know, if you really thought they were going to build a wall, I'm sorry. Like, it's a he's a fucking politician. Like, they lie. Oh, wow. The Yankee billionaire lied? I'm shocked. Right. You know? Right. <laughs> I really wanted to see him build that wall, too, because I would have loved in my lifetime to see a modern marvel that could reach across from California all the way across the goddamn Rio Grande. All across the, the 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 lower part of the country, uh, up into the Florida Peninsula, and make Mexico pay for it. I wanted to see that shit. How just, are like, you going to build a wall? <laughs> How are you going to build a wall that big without using Mexican labor? True, because <laughs> no, no Americans are going to do that shit. That's for sure. Yeah. How are you going to fund it when our whole defense, so-called defense budgets, spent occupying the whole rest of the planet? <laughs> right. Now, here's another thing I'm not getting. Well, I get this now. You remember when we um, we were supposed to go into, what is that? Not Syria. Uh, we were going to go into Saudi Arabia and use Saudi Arabia to go into Iran, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. And, you and he was that. talking like a boss, like, yeah, we could do this. And I'm saying here, like, no, we can't. Yeah, no. We would have still been fighting them. You know, if Michael Flynn can get back in and he would get banned into some of the lesser, I don't know, it's better than Pompeo and Bolton, you know, like he's just surrounded by neocons. I don't, I fucking rip my hair out of my head for all these people that are looking to government for answers to anything. Like it's always going to suck. You know, the, the, we need less government, not more. It's not like we need the right government. No, we need less government. Period. That's what Ron Paul just, was just, screaming today and for the last was he? several yeah. decades. Yeah. yeah, well, you know, I got CSA behind <laughs> me right now. Like, I, I don't even want there to be a federal government. Sal just popped in and said Trump is a, a proud J. York Yankee. You know what that means. Uh, and he says, I can't read this. He says he's a proud, uh, I'll do it third person like that. He's a proud New York Yankee. Don't get it twisted. All right. You know, sure. There, there are there's a there is a, a spectrum of evil. <laughs> well, if you're a proud New York Yankee, do all of us people in South Carolina a favor, stay your ass in New York. I mean, I can see you being a fan of the baseball team or something. The the Yankees, that's fine. 
because they you know you know how the Yankees got started right in North Carolina no. prison Salisbury North Carolina uh so baseball was invented during the Civil War they didn't have the tools to play cricket and they made up this other game and a lot of Yankees a lot of them from New York uh, had been captured and were POWs and they moved into North Carolina because uh, Sherman's going through the West and the Grant could never get through Virginia anyway so while they were in prison they had the pinstripes the white with the pinstripes just like the uniform they use now for the New York Yankees baseball team and the Southerners had the uh, the prisoners play uh, one another and they even played the guards in some games of baseball and they of course they're all called Yankees or they're from Massachusetts New York or whatever they called them Yankees and after the war, when they went back, they actually, they like adopted the name. Like Yankee was not a cool term. It was the rebels versus the Yanks. Yeah, there was Yan Cheese, the old word Yankee that came, but you know, a lot of foreigners just called all Americans Yankees. But uh, Southerners don't like that term at all. Cause they're like, no, they're up there is the Yankees, you know, North of Maryland, those are the Yankees. But the pinstripe uniform and the term and all that came from the uh, basically prisoners of wars prisoners of war that were released after the war or done in prison exchanges they kept it and they kept the pinstripes so technically the new york yankees are wearing jail uniforms <laughs> you know what i would like to see and i probably will never see this in this lifetime i probably will but i'll be much older than i am now and i'm 44 i want to see real uh, confederate history i want to see real civil war history in the, in the school books i'm trying oh i mean I mean, uh, I'm you, trying. You know H.K. Edgerton? Are you familiar with H.K. Edgerton? He's up in around the, there with you. Oh, no. Yeah, you do. Hold on. I'm going to get his shirt. I'm going to be right back. You guys get hold of the floor. <laughs> uh, do you, right. Ryan said, I think Ryan said that you know Eric July, right? Uh, I've probably seen him. I met him online in passing. Oh, um, yeah. What I mean by real Civil War history, I want them to like break it down and tell you know what the truth was. They try to say the war was about slavery, and it's like yeah, never mind the fact that the chief Union general had slaves until after the war, and Abraham Lincoln was a complete racist. Exactly. I mean, is this is this shirt showing up here? It's got some lag time on YouTube, I guess. Anyway, you've seen you've seen HK. Uh, He's he'll go around doing speeches to protect his statues a lot and. Dress up in Confederate uniform. He used to be the head of the NAACP. Oh, you talking about a uh, nigga general? I mean, sorry, Negro <laughs> general. Careful, it's YouTube. <laughs> yeah, it's careful. Yeah, Negro general. Yeah, is what I call him. Yep, he's awesome, <laughs> man. He's awesome. Well, here's the part that I would like to see because see what what Abraham Lincoln was racist too. After the carpetbaggers came down south, they right. the, they pretty much pitted the black population against the white population. Absolutely. Man, it's yeah. refreshing for people to hear this. You know, I then, <laughs> yeah, and then to top it all off, if the war was the end all to black oppression, then why the fuck are we still dealing with black oppression in America in twenty twenty? Well, I mean, which it was, all they did was move them off the plantation until the nineteen nineties. Paid them script all the way until the nineteen twenties. They did the same with the Irish, by the way. Uh, and they basically had Chinese slaves. They pay them like a dollar. These people were used to dynamite mountains. Lots of them died. No one cared. There's still a Chinatown in San Francisco because of it. That's how many were imported. And they just met halfway on the railroads. But lumber, coal, railroads, all the all those Lincoln, you know, basic marriages of business and state 
continued to use slave labor by blacks and by Asians and poor whites way after the Civil War. And when it came to Native Americans, they just killed them. I mean, they put up state bounties in California. You could get paid in silver uh, to murder human beings and keep their scalps. All right. They put the last Yanni Indian in a museum. A person was put in a museum and the newspapers went out and said Stone Age Man found. This is in California, progressive California, uh, after World War One. Okay. Oh, California. You mean those that are, those folks that try to tell folks in the South how about how horrible racism? Yeah, is? take that. Uh, take that California flag and burn that because they slaughtered all the American <laughs> Indians. Uh, they and they had laws in the books long after every other state. California, you could still legally kill a human being and get paid. So that flag with the bear is the one that ought to come down and get burned. You know, those people are so disgusting. But I agree with you, Ricky. Man, I would love to see southern history in the textbooks in the school system and i'm trying hard i'm making uh interviews and documentaries etc about it but you know people are afraid even if they know it's right they're afraid to voice it because they don't want to get the stigma you know of the cult that you get the backlash that you get of people going you're racist you're literally hitler (laughs) you know we don't have you know, a good history book about, for American Indians either. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry, but you, you can go you know, ahead and jump in. I get triggered. <laughs> you know, the thing about General Lee is that he was such a liked man that people still name their kids after him to this very day. Mm-hmm. Uh, least racist as possible. Uh, and on top of that, the, you know, real, the General Lee, Robert E. Lee uh, had, you know, those. I met Lee the fifth. So what? I went to school with Robert E. Lee, uh, great great grandson, great 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 grandson. Yep. And it's weird because you think about it, you know, he was talking about freeing the slaves so they, you know, the blacks could help them fight on the war. And it's like he freed his own, his own that he inherited prior to the war starting. Yeah, unlike Grant, who didn't free them until after the war. Grant didn't free them until after the Thirteenth Amendment. Until legally required to, yeah. And that's that the lot crazy part. It's like it's been a it's been, this racial tension that's in America right now. This is old, and it's like they they pretend like it's something new. And I'm like, no, this is old. This is some shit that's been going on for centuries now. And only thing Trump doing is like digging up old scars. He's picking at them old scars, and they're becoming like new again. Picking and, the scabs. He's picking the scabs, and it's like, dude, that's not going to heal if you don't stop picking. I liked it better when we were complaining about man spreading and gender stuff than, like, go back to 2019. 2020 sucked. We had a virus and giant riots. (laughs) (laughs) And that's just just one half of the year. Yeah, we're not even half. Well, yeah, we're halfway there now. Wait till after the election. Wait till June 6th. Oh. I heard something's going down on D-Day. I won't say what it is. Suleiman Malik came in and said, I'm going to do Hajj this year in Saudi Arabia, and I'm thinking about wearing the Boycott Israel t-shirt and make a vlog. Should I do it? I'm a bit scared, to be honest. Hell yeah, do that. Do it. Do it, man. Do it. You ain't going to get nowhere being scared. Half of them can't read English anyway, so just, yeah, wear the Boycott Israel, whatever. I wear it everywhere. And I wear it in L.A. I wear it in New York. I wear it any time I go to the U.S. and I wear it all around Japan. People love it, actually. When I was in the UK, when I was in London, half the shops, half the shops I went in, I had this Boycott Israel t-shirt, just gave me food. They're like, here, no, 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 you don't got to pay. I'm like, man, everyone's really nice. 
And then I realized the shirt I was wearing, you know, and all the Muslims, it's all run by Muslims in London. So they're like, here you go. Here you go. They fucking loved it. But everyone's like, I can't believe you're wearing that. Aren't you scared to wear that? I'm like, why? I've wore it, I've wore it all day long. And <laughs> every day I was there, I had something like that. And uh, I got nothing but respect. But it's the lemming stink a- that everyone's against you. But, man, way more people agree with you than disagree. And the people that are against you are too cowardly to say something. Exactly. The that they, that like they'll go online and talk and, shit yeah. about you. Exactly. Uh-huh. Right. Oh, God. There's that a bit. Have you seen that, that video on Twitter? The white people at. There's a white guy that yells at a whole truck full of black people. He's like, fuck you. And when they stop the car, the guy goes up and knocks him out. And I'm like, this man who said, fuck you, forgot he wasn't on the internet. But now he is. (laughs) 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 Sal said, now you're on the internet forever. Sal says, nothing but respect for everyone south of Jersey. Cool. Uh, I wish I could say the reverse, but I, I just... New Jersey sucks. Sorry. <laughs> Even people in New Jersey don't like people from other parts of New Jersey. <laughs> it's like, well, you, you know, know West, West Carolina sucks too. Asheville sucks. I'll I'll be the first to say that. Uh, good luck with this name. H k h o m p y u t h a. Ikompyutha, maybe, whatever. Says it is refreshing to hear this Rye Rick and Pug intellectual conversation is lost in current zeitgeist. Thank you all. Yeah, that's kind of good and bad news, isn't it? I'm glad you like it, and it's sad that it's so rare. Right. Oh well. Actually, it's not really rare. You just got to know where to look for it. I mean, on YouTube, it's full of uh, camp whores and divas and fucking drama queens and shit. It's hard to find good content anymore. I thought we were done talking about Tommy. Nah. (laughs) He's a friend, I can say that. (laughs) You know, the funny part about him, though, is like I I see his game and I can't knock the way he makes his money. It's like, you know, if you're getting money by playing that narrative, then go for it. But at least if somebody call you out on it, you know that, you know, everybody know you're a grifter, man. He did not like you talking about his brand new truck. I can't wait to see that. <laughs> have you not seen this? To... Oh, man. We've got some oh, internet man. gold. I have a lot of stuff like this. Dude, back before like 2014 when it got when woke culture really started you know, hammering everything, we had some of the best shit. But you know, YouTube deleted all of it. And, well, they got rid of my channel, in fact. But man, trust me. I'm going to upload it to brand new tube and you're going to sit down with a beer and just fucking love it. <laughs> Yeah, he's got his hundred thousand dollar Denali. Yeah. <laughs> the fuck? Who the fuck pays that much for a Denali? Can we get Tommy <laughs> and you and Dorsey and myself and then have like Alice referee? <laughs> oh God! <laughs> It'd break the internet. That would be fun. Dorsey, man. Be yeah, you're a government agent. <laughs> I've been accused of being a government agent before. Uh, what's that guy's name? Brother Ben X. Because I went and I disagreed with some of the stuff he was saying. He's a big uh, Farrakhan supporter. And mm-hmm. I was talking about how Farrakhan had, you know, uh, Malcolm X killed. And he was like, you're a government agent. And I'm like, no. I just so, I'm just a, a man who got a computer, the Internet, and knows where to click the mouse. <laughs> it's that simple. <laughs> a little critical thinking, huh? And if anybody knew what his channel was, I guess we'll post it later. God, they're going nuts. <laughs> <laughs> if you like Candace Owens, you won't like my channel. 
Man, we gotta if get her. Like on. Look, Taylor, I got a plan. Like my channel. I got a plan to get her on a show. Cause I know you some pe- I know some people that know her. Yeah, we're gonna go over to Ralph's channel with Candace and you. That'll work. That'll work. She'll do it. We can do. I'll wear her behind out. I will. I will give you all the details because you're about as tech savvy as me. But we'll. <laughs> I'll. I'll show you. I'm gonna get you first of all. She don't want none of me. <clears throat> you and I are gonna go on kill stream together and uh, as tag team partners, and we'll take on all the callers. That would be fucking epic. <laughs> <laughs> Tag me in, tag me in. Tag. Let's <laughs> sure. to hit the gym here in about four more hours, so I gotta get me some sleep, man. Man, Just... I'm jealous. They still got them locked down here. I'm about, I'm about ready to break into the gym and work out while they're dealing with the protesters downtown. You're like, fuck looting. I'm gonna Where break into at? the gym and lift weights. I'm in Portland. I'm oh, from Alabama. Portland, Oregon. Unfortunately, yeah, I'm from Alabama, though. I mean, <laughs> oh I my god. <laughs> yeah, I've been. I got an elliptical in my living room, and here I just kind of, you know, I took a lot of stuff out of storage and put it in here. This is like my little area that I'm trying to build up. I got my weights in here too, as well. But I, I still got to get to the gym, man. It's the energy of working out with other people. That's what I miss, and you know, oh, yeah. we all yeah, with our mask on. I think I got to do the yes. same thing, actually. Sorry, Pug, <laughs> but you know. Been doing a lot of stuff in the chair. I want to get out, get on the bike, and then lift some weights. So, respect to everybody in the chat. The uh, Ecompyutha Sal uh, Suleiman Malik. He just added me to the channel, so he can he, he can mail my link out there in the blo- uh, in the, uh, the chat room. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, tell him to let the, the, the link. We're gonna have it. We're gonna get on the link, and I'm gonna everybody be sure to add brand new tube because i'm going to be archiving these and the ryan pugs and stuff over there just to help that you know get off youtube so we can have a censorship free channel because in the future like the three of us could have a conversation that ain't on youtube and it would be a lot more colorful to say the least yes 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 (laughs) you should hear how we talk to each other when we're not on youtube i mean when megan kelly got uh fired for blackface i did all blackface and he put on the feathers in the war paint (laughs) 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 that is how it started It didn't last two minutes before they yanked it and we kept talking for like an hour anyway but yeah i just I just, I mean, the thing I was looking at that night, it was funny because the next day I was looking at your video and I was like, uh, Ryan lost his channel last night. I was telling my girl, she was like, well, y'all were extremely racist on there. And I'm like, we it wasn't were. racist. It was the opposite. <laughs> we were making yeah, fun of I'm how I'm stupid cool it is it. that He's everyone's cool so sensitive. We cool with it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you got your wampum and your fire water? Like, I did all the Native American stereotypes and he did all the black liberal, stereotypes. Liberals. Huh? Y'all triggered some white liberals, though. And, I know. That's you know, exactly. I guarantee you. It's up to, it's you, up to them. I it's guarantee you. It's up to them you, what's racist. <laughs> there wasn't a single Native American that didn't think that was funny. And I really don't think it was black people that got mad. I, it was hilarious. It was shit libs that got pissed off, right? Oh, I'm doing this on behalf of another who might be offended. <laughs> Ted Kaczynski was right. Goddamn, I'm going to get a shirt of Unabomber just says, miss me yet. Right. <laughs> He laid it all I'm out. Gotta, we got to read that essay. Oh, we, we got to All right, Pug, we can do that in a bit after I get back from the gym. Ricky, thanks for your time. Yeah, um, Ricky, right, it's great thanks. to meet you, man. I hope, I hope we have you on again soon. I'm going to cut. Hey, I hope this is the chat with you again, too. You guys sound pretty You sound pretty cool. What's your name again? Oh, Pug. Pug, Pug like the dog. Pugs. Okay, Pugs. Pug. Um, 
Uh, all right, Pug, it was nice Ricky, you got to get on VK. You got to add VK because I'm always getting banned on Facebook and so are you. And it's hard to to communicate sometimes. Well, just just keep in touch on Skype. Just make sure you check it now and then. All right, everybody. That's what I'm gonna have to start Peace in the chat. I'll have a link in the description. Uh, so calm down. <laughs>